Hey, Dan Talks listeners. Happy 2021. I'm starting the year off with a funny guy, Zach Russell. Zach is a comedian that I found on Instagram because he posted a TikTok that he did that went viral, which was him imitating what it's like to date now during the time of COVID uh, being in New York City and uh, how it's ridiculous to meet people outside and shiver your fingers off just to have somebody to hold at night. Uh, he delivers it much more funnily, and uh, and that's a new word, and that uh, I'll link the, his video in the description of the pod, but it was really great to talk to a straight person. I try to avoid that as much as possible, but Zach was lovely enough, and um, also just had a lot of interesting insights to what it's like to be a straight guy dating now. Um, it was true. I was truly out of my comfort zone, and um, you know, like attracted to him this way, which was like made me uncomfortable or not uncomfortable, just like nervous. And that kind of comes off in the conversation if you listen closely or just listen lightly. Um, in any case, I hope you had a good new year, and I hope you enjoy my conversation with Zach. He's a funny guy. Okay, love you guys. Bye. So we're live. We're doing it. We're live. We're doing live? It. Starting. Oh. Yeah, totally live. It's the first ever live podcast ever. Oh my God. Ever. Ever. Um, I came across it because of that one post about dating during COVID. Sure. Um, is that a situation that you're in? Yes. Well, so here's the deal, Dan. <laughs> uh, so I, what had happened was what? What had happened was I ended my long-term relationship. I was living with my girlfriend Um we were together for four and a half years. She's a wonderful person. Um, it just, I think the pandemic causes a lot of strain on relationships. And um, this is my, so I'm 26 and we had been dating since college. So I've never been single in New York as an adult. Um, so I kind of, you know, I, I kind of felt like I needed to, to do that for myself. Um, but the pandemic has, has kind of, you know, thrown some curveballs into the whole dating game um it's also not a good time to end a relationship in a pandemic because uh you know you have this person for like just to hang out with and then uh and then you just have to meet all these random people who might suck i mean probably like probability wise probably will suck in terms of compatibility with you yeah i mean there have been it's definitely it's a roll of the dice but it's always i mean it's been exciting um i've definitely yeah, because I haven't been single in, in New York. I, I started and just I was meeting up with anyone. And then it was like, OK, I'm going to kind of reel it in because now I'm just wasting my time. At first, the novelty was very exciting. And uh-huh. now it's uh, now it's not so much. What month did you break up? October, September. And did that involve a moving situation also? It did. Yes. Who moved out? Uh, I mean, we both moved out to different places, but um I'm yeah, we were living together in Queens and then I moved to Brooklyn. Just the two of you in one apartment? Yep. And now you have roommates? I have roommates. My roommates didn't believe that I so I told them I told them that um I told them that I got, you know, these DMs cuz I'm trying to you know connect with them. And um and they're also gay, just to paint the picture. Three gay um, roommates? Two gay two gay, one girl. Wow. Yeah, that's not, great. It could be. <laughs> it's not it's a lot of floral scents. 
Yeah, I mean, I do enjoy the scent of the apartment. That yes. is a plus. The conversation couldn't be worse. I mean, they don't, they're not interesting. I've lived with gay people before and oh, I'm like, oh, this is going to be great. Wow. This is going to be great. You know, I, I, I like gay people. They're intelligent. They're clean. This is going to be a great situation. Right. But they're all in fashion. They're all in retail. They're vapid. It's like I only hear them on the phone trying to get a different color of boot. Uh-huh. They're just like talking with customer service reps all day trying to get refunds. You know, <laughs> like that's all they do. And I tried to, and I tried to tell them about this DMing thing that, that happened about like, because, I, I, you know, I'm just trying to talk to people. Right. I'm like, I got all these DMs from these people. And um, I overheard them later being like, I don't believe him. I'm like, why would I lie about that? Why would I go up to you <laughs> and fabricate DMs that I've received? I'm just trying to connect. Well, you're, I mean, you're really behind enemy lines there. I mean, you have to. They don't. I am, but that's some out. tea. That is some tea. I thought gays love tea. It's like, gays, what do you want? <laughs> um. So you're now like you used to feel like a probably pretty mature early twenty year old, and now you're like, oh, I'm just like everybody else. I'm twenty six and single and in a major metropolitan area. This is a horrible existence. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't say. I mean, it's certainly. Uh, it's certainly peppered with a lot of uh, loneliness, but I wouldn't say that I was feeling which I, I wouldn't give uh, mature uh, a value judgment necessarily. You know, this is just where I was in life. And I realized that that's not really where I wanted to be. It was kind of everything was moving a little too fast. Um, and I wanted to do, to do some other stuff. And, and just it's fun meeting people. I do like meeting people. And I haven't really gotten to do that in this capacity, uh, you know, until now. Did you online date in college before you got together with your girlfriend no first time on the apps okay so kind of fun right kind of fun kind of i mean it's definitely there's there's validation there is pointlessness there is uh there's filling a void it's all there and do you say is your job title comedian or is your job title your day job my job title uh is my day job yeah on the on the apps yeah 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 so you would be the guy that people meet and they're like he was great but he's a stand-up comedian yeah you think that's a but right? i mean it's definitely a but i mean ask any straight girl it's like he's great he, he works in tech it's like cute but you know just stand up that's funny why 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 is it a but i'm curious i mean well, i the, don't the straight guy great. doing stand-up is sort of a trope but also i i wanted to talk to you because first of all i don't talk to straight people enough also i think you're super funny <laughs> Thanks. And you're very attractive too. Not that that's relevant to me wanting to talk to you, but this I guess this is all great. This is all, all great to hear. It's always part of it. Yeah. Um, what is your, what's your pitch on the apps? Because you have to put yourself in a bias. For myself? Yes. Well, let me tell you something. And it's something that my roommates didn't even believe, but it is true. Once When I posted that video, I'm not on the apps as much anymore. Uh, I mean, one, I'm seeing a few people that I actually like and like want to continue getting to know them. But also, uh, I got like 80 DMs from people asking like, me. To, yeah, like I'll get frostbite with you. I'm sledding into your DM. Like all the, it was crazy. I've never experienced this before. So it was it was a it was a whirlwind. Um, but so I've I guess my TikTok is my pitch for myself. People are like, hey, I think we'd get along. I'm like, you don't know anything about me. You know, 35 seconds of a video that I edited, you know, mm -hmm. you think, I mean, that is kind of me, but um, I don't really have a pitch for myself. I mean, I, I, I look for someone who's like fun and 
entertaining. That's the worst you can be to me is boring. I went on a date. I bought, I bought, I bought a $28 drink by accident. They top shelved me. I don't know how to order alcohol. I said, I want a double vodka soda with a splash of crayon. Cause you know, I'm trying to watch my figure. Are you, are you dating men? <laughs> I'm dating men. And I, and this is your coming up podcast. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is it. Um, I guess I should have, spe- like, what would you specify to get the cheapest alcohol? Just house, house is fine. House, yep. house is fine. Just house okay. is fine. So they gave me the top, the top of the top shelf. It was $14 per vodka Ooh. serving. And my date was also like, I'll have one of those. So it was oh! two $28 drinks. <laughs> Horrible. So I, I have a wow. lot to learn. You dropped a Benjamin on two drinks. I did. Um. Wow, that's so hurtful. And were you outside also? That was actually inside. So um, how do you negotiate the death-defying nature of COVID dating at this point? Like, hey, you want to roll the dice and go inside? Like, Yeah, it was weird because I, she, she, there could be many reasons why, she, yes. why we didn't kiss at the end of the night. Uh, but it was like, we've just spent two hours next to each other in like close to each other too. Cause they sat us at a table that was a bar and we're just face, face on face looking at each other. Uh, I tried her drink, like clearly we're both infected if we, if we nothing do but droplets, nothing but droplets, respiratory droplets. And uh, at the end of the night, it was just like a mask on hug. I'm like, we've crossed this point. Like if you want to smooch, we could smooch. Um, I, yeah, that day didn't end up going great anyway though. Uh, it was one of those dates where, like, I didn't have to be there for oh, her wow. to be on it. You know, it was like kept going and going. And I'm just there's a certain level of like, if you don't understand that I'm not bored right now, that's already a red flag. Yes. If you but, can't pick up that my eyes are glazing over, <laughs> then we have a problem. Don't you feel an odd sense of freedom when the date is going so bad or you can tell they're on a different planet that it's like, well, I guess I don't have to really try anymore. And you can just sort of observe yeah. them like a zoo. Not that they're animals, but yeah, know, that dynamic. Yeah, there's a freedom. There's also being trapped a little bit because you're like, okay, well, I'm just trying to wait out the clock because I know there's, I don't, I don't want this to go any further. But you're right. I should start taking it with like, hey, this is just fun now because this, there's no way I'm going to see you again. Right. And I feel like part of almost my impetus for the podcast is sometimes, which I started two years ago, it's like, I'll be on these bad dates and then I'll, I can tell it's bad. So I'm like, well, I'll just interview this guy about like, okay, so what's like your biggest disappointment in your life? And yeah. So have you ever been in love before? And do you want to have kids? And would you rather right. live in New Jersey or Chelsea? You know? Yeah, it's just an interview at that point. You're just trying right. to get all the juice you can. Right. Yeah. Um, do you, uh, what is your self-talk right before the date? I don't have any. My friend asked me, he's like, what do you, what are the first thing you say? I'm like, I don't really, I don't know. I kind of, meeting people in and of itself is kind of like performing because you're, they don't know who you are. You're giving them a first impression of you. So I kind of just go in pretty, like just to have fun and just pretty, pretty loose, like kind of like I'm going on stage, except obviously I don't know what I'm going to say, but um, I don't put a lot of pressure. I do get nervous, but I don't put a lot of pressure on like the first thing I say. I mean, I've had like this one girl that I, that I'm seeing, I lost my wallet on the train on the way there to the date. Actually though. Actually, yeah. I mean, and she paid for the, the thing. <laughs> it was not a good first, but it's like, that's a silly, you know, thing that I guess our kids will remember, you know, we'll tell our kids. That's right. You'll tell your kids. You can tell her that. The girls love that when you talk about the kids right away. Yes. Well, girls love it more when you talk about your four and a half year relationship right away. 
do that oh yeah no as i said look i lost my wallet and i'm uh recently out of a huge relationship (laughs) so can you pay for this lower and also you're gonna be out 40 dollars well it was more than that uh we gotta yeah yeah i mean that's the other part is that it's expensive it is expensive and that's a little bit of it's like i'm investing my time and money um aside from you know if i lose my wallet i'll generally pay or we'll split it Mm -hmm. so which ladies huge move if you offer to split and you actually i mean that's that's ideal i mean that's good but don't you feel like you you, they're supposed to offer and you're supposed to say no 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 yes yes but if they then say no 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 to my no 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 that's a yes (laughs) then yeah then we got something going are you can you sense that there's like a very small i'm assuming that you're straight i am straight (laughs) Um, I, I just I'm assuming that. by the lion on your shirt that you are not <laughs> super gay. I mean, as gay as I try, I try to be gay every day. Nice. Um, are you aware of the dynamic in New York City that there's like a very finite number of straight guys and a plethora of women who are all sort of like pining for the same? This is news guys? to me. This is amazing. I mean, I feel like I'm behind, not behind enemy lines, but like just in the Trojan horse or whatever. Right. Um, you don't get that impression at all that it's like, no, there's like, 50% guys, 50% girls, and it's like, we're all just trying to meet each other. I don't know what the the, the pool of straight guys is. Tiny. Also, uh, tiny. Why? Small. Who? What straight guy wants to live in New York City? I do. I don't know. Yeah, but you're a stand-up comic. You like you yeah, that's true. places that have bars with small stages on them. The only people who populate bars with small stages on them are girls, gays, and straight guys who want to be comics. <laughs> those are the three people who live in new york those are the three people those are the only three people and then immigrants who came here with a dream those are the four people yeah right <laughs> right there's only four types yeah um but you don't feel that you're like oh that's i don't know I, I i i just feel like i don't have visibility into that maybe i'll learn that but i i don't consider myself you know one of five eligible people <laughs> Uh-huh. I feel well, like there's all kinds of straight guys out there who women would like to hang out with. Sure. But you actually, do you want a girlfriend? I don't know. I'm open to the idea. I'm open to the Here idea of it. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> Spoken like a true fuck boy. <laughs> uh, no, I really, no, I really like to be a fuck boy real. You've been a college boy, then a relationship boy. And now you're like, who is this 26 year old? I know. I know. I got to lean in. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> That was what that book was about, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. You should write the new lead in. Lead in. If you're newly broken up with 26. I don't know. Girls. You know what's weird, though, is like I was because I was uh, hanging out with a friend yesterday. I don't really get the um, have, have you are you in a relationship? Yes, I could. Say, yeah, it's early and it's like it's it's very early, but it's OK. Yes. Well, with in terms of like the negotiating COVID and like you, you, you ha- have a mask on unless you're eating, which I don't really that kind of shows where our priorities are as a country. It's like, well, if you got to eat, I mean, you can, how are you going to stuff your face if you have a mask on? How are you going to get uh-huh. the food in there? Uh-huh. It's like COVID doesn't go away just because you're eating. Right. You know, but right. it's a very, uh, it's, it, we, we really want to do it. What about, um, I feel like the walk and talk with coffee is the, the first date play. During I haven't time. done a walk and talk. A walk and talk is hard, but it feels, it, and it's weird. I've actually, I've done a Zoom or a FaceTime date that turned into a walk and talk coffee. This is how this wow. relationship started. I was like, okay, well, we'll go on Zoom first, then we'll do a walk and talk with coffee. Oh, I thought you meant in the same day. Uh, no, no, next, second date. Okay, in talk. the middle of the FaceTime, we you're like, like we I want to see you. I'll be right back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Is that totally out of the question for you of doing a FaceTime? Because I feel like that's a great way to avoid the $24 or $28 
double vodka soda. <sighs> yeah, but half the fun is like, let's just do it. Let's roll the dice. Let's get a little drunk. Let's mm-hmm. meet someone. If it sucks, it sucks. But like, that's why I do like getting a little tipsy or whatever, because like I, whether this is date is fun or not, I'm going to have fun. That's kind yeah. of the mentality I go into it with, because if I go into it with any kind of expectation, I could be disappointed. But if I'm just like, I'm going to get drunk and, you know, ch- chat with somebody. That's fine. I mean, not dr- I'm not getting wasted, but like <laughs> um, I'm throwing up at the end of the night. I'm like, I had a great time. <laughs> Like every time, of course you have a great time every time. Yeah. Just, yeah. Um, what is the like, okay. So you're open to basically, if you meet the right girl, you're like, okay, I would like to date you exclusively. I, my, I my am enjoying, question, I'm enjoying getting to know. I'm enjoying, I'm enjoying the, the potential. I'm like, I see in you more things that I would like to learn about you. And that's exciting. That's nice. Yeah. How do you consider the COVID situation? vis-a-vis how many people you meet up with when and what your obligation is to tell the other people about who you've also seen yeah it's weird uh that's something that i should probably think about more to be honest you ask of them too if you're if you're like well i want yeah you're going on dates i mean it's funny because someone asked me what is your covid situation and i'm like what is that what does that mean well right it's like what does that mean and i know exactly what that means yeah it's like you want to ask me like are you negative when did you test negative uh, I think my one of the reasons I think <laughs> I think my roommates that were thinking I'm being careless, uh, which I could be, but I don't know. I haven't gotten it, uh-huh. and I don't think I'm spreading. It. And I've been negative every time I've gotten a test. But uh, I kind of just try to feel out how responsible the person is. Yeah. Because um, I feel like if you're wearing a mask generally and you don't have it, and then we meet up outside, we'll, we'll be all right. Yeah, it's not like you're going to a Trump rally and really right here. Right. Exactly. Um, We're in this weird time between uh, Christmas and New Year's. What do you think about this week? Uh, In terms of what? In terms of how it feels. How it feels. I mean, I I had New Year's plans um, with somebody and that got canceled because one of the person who was going to host it got COVID. So... I mean, that's how it feels, right? I'm in Maryland right now, which I've uh, I've been enjoying. It's kind of nice. Like I'm from Maryland, and it's kind of nice to get away from New York and get out of like the. I don't know. I have more space here. This is just the house I grew up in, and I'm not so distracted by. I'm. I don't feel drawn by the siren song of the apps, you know, mm-hmm. where you can go on, get instant validation, potentially meet up and hook up with someone. It's like that whole chase is away from me right now, which is good. It's been good to not be so distracted. I, I felt like I was a little bit getting into like a hamster wheel mm-hmm. um, with just like seeking validation through this stuff. I've also realized that I, I was unfairly putting pressure on people because, you know, I love this person who I ended the relationship with. And um, and I every person I met and it didn't work out was like proof to me that I was never going to meet someone like her. You know, so that was definitely something I had to talk with my therapist about. Mm-hmm. Do you um do you talk to your straight guy friends about going to therapist, or are you like yeah, lone ranger? No, no. I mean, I'm my subset of friends, uh, also white stand-up comics who are straight and uh and they're guys um, allegedly. Allegedly, that's true. <laughs> I don't know that for sure, but. <laughs> They, I mean, we're all very like trying to succeed. How can we better our lives? You know, it's it's almost the trope of like the 
the the straight white stand-up comic who is has a bunch of self-help books and we're always like trying to recommend how we can better our lives so it's definitely part of the dialogue mm-hmm. how long have you been in therapy um oh man years years oh. off and on but i would i mean definitely when in the middle of the pandemic um i got back into it pretty pretty heavy mm-hmm. and what's the biggest way it's helped you accountability um awareness i mean i think just being able to point to for, forcing yourself to talk about yourself for 50 minutes like makes you think about it like i get i i'm very like value driven so i want to optimize my life and my experiences in whatever way possible um which so sometimes in therapy when i'm not when i'm not articulating what i'm trying to say and i'm just going through like a book report of my week i'm like oh i'm wasting my time i'm wasting her time everyone's time's being wasted um so I wrote a letter to myself, actually, per my therapist's assignment. And uh, that was super helpful. It helped me focus on what I was grateful for, what problems I was, you know, having. Like, even a, a lot of this online stuff, it's it's kind of a rat race of, like, posting content. Uh, if it doesn't get views, does that mean it sucks? Like, it's, um, it's, it's a whole new source of dopamine that I have different things to contend with now. Mm-hmm. How do you deal with that when you put a lot of effort into something, you put it on the internet and it doesn't get a response? I'm trying to distance myself from that. I'm trying to just, the whole reason I want to be doing comedy is because it's fun and I like jokes and I like writing jokes. And so I'm trying to just focus on the process, but it's hard. You want things to get a lot of views. If my friends really like it and peers, even if it doesn't get a ton of views and I'm pretty, I'm pretty happy with it. If they think if they're like, Oh, this is really good. Then I'm, you know, proud of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's hard. I I've had to set screen time limits. So I'm not checking likes and stuff. Um, that dating video, it's also, it continues to get me followers. So I have almost the, uh, like, well, why am I going to continue working? This is already working for me all the time, you know? And it's like, just cause you made carry on my wayward son doesn't mean you stop writing songs. Kansas, you got to write dust in the wind, you know, I got to have the next video. Uh-huh. So um, yeah, my whole life is transformed. I spent so much time doing stand up. Uh, now I have so much time to edit and 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 write these stupid little TikToks that mm-hmm. cause conversations like this, right? It's such a different mode of performance, right? Yeah, I mean, it's uh Stand-up is so easy in terms of the process. All you do is write things that you think are funny, get on a stage and say them. This is like you do that and then you have to film it and then you have to edit it and then you have to advertise it and then you have to hashtag it and share it and go to all these different apps and fix the aspect ratio. It's like a whole, mm-hmm. it's a business. Mm-hmm. You said that you say the process is easy for stand-up, but so many people find stand-up so daunting. I would find it so daunting. I mean, all you need is like your brain and a microphone. But then for for the like the joke writing and everything is still there for making these videos. But then you also need editing skills and you also need to post on different platforms. And it's just so much extra. Like stand up is the quickest way to get from your head to sharing your thoughts with other people. And there's a lot more hoops you have to jump through if you're you know, making a video. But don't you feel a sort of psychological wall or like the nerves of being off stage and then going on stage? 
Yeah. Like, don't you feel like there's a lot to, was there a lot for you to overcome or because you've like did comedy in college and now you've been doing it for a few years. It's yeah. like, it's not there anymore. That's, I mean, that's not really there anymore. One of the most difficult things about doing these videos is I have zero feedback when I'm writing. I have like when I'm working on a joke, I go up and it eats shit. And then I'm like, okay, well, I guess I'm not going to say that line ever again versus I write that same line. It's still a shit eating line. No one's not laughing. I just have myself looking at this piece of paper. I'm like, is this bad? I, so I send it to my friends and like, that's the, that's the tough thing is the feedback loop has been erased. Mm-hmm. do you feel like you're more in tune with what you think like what you specifically think is funny yes i do actually because i'm i have to mm-hmm. otherwise i have nothing i have mm-hmm. to be my own feedback loop what is the best source of content for you um usually something that's uh most of my bits that i like the most stem from something that's uncomfortable that happens um I mean, the first date thing, like the, just the ridiculousness of, <laughs> of like, h- how lonely are we that we're, we're subjecting ourselves to freezing temperatures just to get a hug, maybe? Um, I don't know. Th- yeah, it's definitely sources of di- things that are not funny in the moment. Those are usually what end up being the funniest. Have, and I know the dating is sort of stemming from the breakup, but do you think the breakup and the moving and all of that tumultuousness is like, contributing to a really nice time in terms of your comedy like a fruitful time in terms of your comedy or you're still like not there yet with it I think it is contributing to a fruitful time just because I've noticed myself I had a lot of anxiety in in the relationship about I felt so guilty about uh you know because that that she's amazing and I felt so guilty about knowing that it was going to end mm-hmm. um so I thought about that a lot but now that that's not even in my mind, that's not taking up mental space. I do feel like my, I'm, I'm thinking about, my anxiety is now focused on other things, uh, which can then turn into jokes. It's not this constant loop of like, oh, fuck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not stuck, but I'm, I know what I have to do mm-hmm. in this relationship. So that was kind of the thing that was playing over and over again. And now that has freed up some space to make, you know, TikToks. Uh-huh. <laughs> So much better. So much um, better. Yeah. So much more rewarding than a yeah. personal relationship. Of course. Um, so you broke up with her, basically. Yeah. And how many months did you live with that? Like knowing that you were, that was going to happen? Like, did, was it till the end of the lease? No, no, we broke. the. I mean, it was like, th- okay, so it was th- this was a guilt that I lived with for like months and months and months. And it was only after realizing I was having the same conversations with my friends six months later that I realized I had to be honest with myself, um, mm-hmm. which was the hardest thing for me is just trusting my own feelings about mm-hmm. it. So in terms of comedy, what is the, what is the dream for you? Uh, that is a question that I've also grappled with uh, is, I mean, financial independence through comedy is the ultimate goal, but how do you do that? Is it writing for a TV show? Is it being quote the guy is it is it being you know just getting in, in income from a podcast from your your online stuff um so i don't know i think i think for right now i'm just trying to get eyeballs and just get as many people following me uh, and aware of me as possible mm-hmm. given that stand-up's not a thing right now once stand-up comes back i'm, I'm gonna reassess mm-hmm. do you know that you're a star do i know that i'm a star i love that question I, 
<laughs> How do you answer that question? I mean, stars usually say that they are. <laughs> no, not if you're Jesus. Jesus, well, that's what people said about him. They're like, you can't, a Jew wouldn't say he's the Messiah. He's not humble. Um, I am coming into the fact that that was one of the things of like, I don't know if I can be the guy. I don't know if I can be the star. Maybe I should write for a network TV show because I don't know if I have what it takes or it's also a certain amount of delusion where you're like, people want to hear what I have to say. Um, That's really what I'm asking is, do you think you're delusional enough to make yes. it show business as the star? Yes. Yeah. I'm, I'm coming into that because it's like, what other option do I have? Life is very short. I'll give it a shot. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking about, um, I just watched the Dolly Parton documentary and she was like, I've known exactly what I've been doing from the beginning and I've always wanted to be a star and now I am. Well, that's great. I mean, some people know that early on uh, and I don't necessarily share that with Dolly. We share uh-huh. a lot of other traits. But totally, that's like physical appearance, physical appearance. Yep. Yeah, yep. partnership, mm-hmm. geography, everything else. <laughs> Genre. Yeah. Um, uh, Oh, I, just, I had a question for you, but I lost it. Um, do you think that, uh, oh, it was, my question is about what you love about comedy. So it's not really the stardom. It's, is it making people laugh? Is it the writing process? Is it the catharsis of it? What is the thing that you love the most? I love, I love when people, uh, I think the highest compliment, um, and I, this is when I was like doing sketches in college. I think and I would think this about people. Sometimes people would think this about something that I had in a sketch or a bit or something. It's like I can, it's when you make some kind of indelible impression on them where they can no longer think of a certain scenario without thinking of your opinion or your thought about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like, my favorite part is when not only people laugh, but there there's some kind of mini epiphany that's like, oh, that is so true. He's, he's he, she, they is revealing to me, something about the world that I'd never considered before. So the the truth telling element is some is is uh, I don't know, that sounds kind of hoity toity, but that's uh, I do like that a lot, and I love making people laugh, and I love uh, getting people to like me. I mean, that's a huge part of dating. That's why it's so exciting. It's like it's a whole, it's a bit of a game. It's like if I can come out of this with you being attracted to me, that's fun. <laughs> I, I fall into the exact same thing of I just want them to like me, and I've found out if you ask people questions enough people love talking about themselves and that's a oh great yeah way to make people oh yeah like that's a great way to unlock the like me keys exactly <laughs> yeah. um but don't you find that then something that you have to wait until date three four five to be like oh do i like this person <laughs> uh no i mean that's also being assessed as i'm trying to get them to like i mean drew michaels has a great bit um where his friends would ask him like is it a good was it a good date uh and he was like yeah i was there I, you know, like it doesn't matter. Like I'm going to have a, I'm going to make this a great time. <laughs> uh-huh. And I don't necessarily think that, but I think that a little bit, I'm, I'm trying to have a good time regardless of what you're bringing to the table. If I also like you and think you're interesting, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. But I've chosen for tonight to, to go on a date, which means that I'm going to try to make, have the most fun possible, mm-hmm. uh, which includes trying to get you to like me. Mm-hmm. And do you feel the vulnerability of just by going on a date, you're saying I'm curious and I'm looking for a partner in some way? Like, do you feel that vulnerability or you don't feel as vulnerable? Not on the first, not on the first date, unless, unless it it comes up, which it did on one where uh, she was nervous about the past relationship and 
And then I got worried about like hurting her, you know, if ever like real emotions come into it and they're like, well, I'm actually looking for something a little more long-term. Uh, and then, and then I feel, I feel like I can't give them something. Then I, then I do feel bad or then, then it's more of a real sensation. But first off, it's just, no, we're just meeting up. We're just, you know, feeling each other out. Uh huh. But you seem to bring up the four and a half year. Yeah, I do often. I mean, I'm an open book and that is uh, just, that's how I've always been. I always, when I was a kid, I would like survey uh, the girls in my grade or the guy, just like everyone, I would just ask questions, uh, just kind of personal questions. And then I would give my answer. And it, I just like, <laughs> I don't know. I, I like sharing. I would, I would like sharing information. I like receiving information. Um, I'm pretty transparent when it comes to facts about my life that not everyone wants to know. <laughs> uh huh. And you're saying I'm looking for... What? I don't say I'm looking for anything. I just say well, this is all the trauma sort of that I've incurred. Okay. <laughs> what okay, do you? What if do you want to say? What you were looking for? What would you be looking for? I uh, I have been asked that question. I'm looking for someone that I can be excited about, which I which is an honest answer. Mm-hmm. If I'm and excited fleeting. about uh, fleeting, sure. But I mean, honest, honest. Also, wouldn't you say Timothy Chalamet and Army Hand? I mean, he was excited by. I'm talking about Call Me by Your Name. Am uh-huh. I gay? <laughs> I mean, uh, I couldn't get through that movie, but. Are you serious? It's so hoity-toity and ridiculous. I know you went to Boston College, so it's like maybe you can relate, but I can't. <laughs> How can I relate? Because I went to. We fucked a lot of peaches at BC. Boston, Boston Closet. That's what they call it. Boston Closet. Wow. You never uh, heard that. I mean, br- I've never heard that. Yeah, makes sense uh, though, right? Well, sure. I mean, Brokeback I mean, I don't Mountain. mean to motion to you as if like you would make sense for that, but I mean, Brokeback Mountain. I mean, I'm, it's a spectrum. Brokeback Mountain was <laughs> one of the my favorite movies I've seen over the pandemic. Because oh, you hadn't seen it before. If we're talking about gay cinema now, which I think we are, it is a gay uh, cinema podcast, actually. I'm, I'm I, oh, good. I'd yeah. never seen it before. It's like Lord of the Rings plus Call Me by Your Name. It's uh, so. It's like very. You've seen it, right? I. You know what I've done is I fast forward to the sex scenes, and that's all I've seen. And the are end you serious? One. Yeah, I don't really it's care It's such a good story. What is, is your though? favorite movie? What do you like? You like Transformers? No, when Hammond okay. is my favorite movie. By far. Okay. I know. All right. Yeah. What is um, your favorite movie? Now this is turning into a terrible first date. That's how you I know was, it's bad when they're like, what's your favorite food? I know. Uh, I loved, I'll just say, I loved Parasite, Midsommar, and uh, Brokeback Mountain. Those are the recent movies that I've seen. That wow. Wow. An artist. I'm an artist. Yes. What percentage of the time do they um, kiss you at the end of the date? Um, when your sample size is small, I'll say for now. But I'd say most. I mean, actually, all except for one time. This this person, uh, th- this girl that I went on a date with, she got an Uber, and she before the she was we were walking to like a spot that would be a better spot to get an Uber. Before the Uber came, she had her mask on. The Uber was coming. She took it down. What does that mean? Clearly, this is an opening, right? But I didn't know, so I kept mine. I, I also, actually, I also took mine down, and then I did, we just hugged, and then uh, I, I just ran away. She got in the Uber, I literally started, like, running. Um, it was, I knew that I messed it up. I got a second chance, but um, aside from those, I mean, I think because I messed that up, I've tried to not mess it up on subsequent dates. Mm-hmm. What is your um, piece of advice for people who want to do stand-up and are petrified? It used to be just go to an open mic. Um, 
because you will see people you will see people who uh, inspire you and make you want to do it because they're very good. And you will also see people who you, th- if you're, you know, delusional enough to, to go and want to do it, uh, people who you're like, oh, I'm way better than them. Mm-hmm. They suck. I could do that. I mean, that's that's half the value of going to an open mic because not even seeing the good people. We've all seen good standups, but then you see the horrible ones and you're like, well, I can amazing. be better than that floor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. 2021 any resolutions or hopes or dreams or are you trying to keep it real expectations as low as possible i don't have expectations i think new year's in general is a bit of a is a bit bogus how do you feel about new year's i think it's very hyped up and i buy into it oh okay so you're self-aware and you're rah-rah well i'm rah-rah but i'm i'm tier tier i cry every year i'm like i get very nostalgic and very. do you have resolutions yes of course can you give me one well, no, I try to not, the, my new thing now is to they not tell people that, because then they won't, yeah, that's my new thing. To like tell. a birthday wish. My, my entry level one is I don't want to read, want to read more, read more books. Read more books. I, I'm that's trying to just continue on with good habits and good traits that I'm identifying that help me. So I'm not, I don't have any, you know, it's like, try not to, you know, smoke weed at 8 a.m that's a good one, you know, uh, or, or like play video games the first thing in the morning. Um, because I realize that it, I mean, this, these are the straightest resolutions you've ever heard. (laughs) Uh, I'm like, I've already, I did that 20 years ago. Yeah, I know. Um, yeah, I'm just trying to keep on keeping on really just everything I'm doing, just continue doing it. Don't get discouraged. Keep pushing forward. My favorite, one of my favorite quotes, uh, is, I don't know, probably a, this guy quoted it, but uh, Pete Holmes was like, when you're, when you're ahead, when you're behind, don't panic. When you're ahead, don't stop. Um, and that's kind of the mentality that I'm just trying to go into 2021 with. Are you still doing stuff in New York, like stand-up stuff? I mean, I performed at the Stress Factory in New Jersey just because a friend of a friend was performing there and let, you know, but that was all outdoors and no, I mean, the, the answer, the short answer is, is no. Um, but I will when, you know, as soon as I get a vaccine in my arm, uh, I'll figure it out. Oh, could I plug some stuff? I don't know if you'll have to edit this, but um, uh, I have a podcast coming out that's called Overshadowed um, that I do with my friend Charles Engel that's about the siblings of famous people. Um, And so that'll be coming out soon. And then you can just follow me at Zach Russell Comedy, TikTok, YouTube, Instagram. And uh, that's it. Those are my plugs. Well, let me know when you do this launch episode. This launch, I will.